Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. It's wonderful to have you here. I want to read a CNN article, not the whole article, just parts of it, because I think it asks an excellent question. Uh, CNN published it February 29th, 2016, really just a handful of days ago from as I, the time I record this. The title was, Should Parents Be Allowed to Choose the Sex of Their Baby? Uh, it actually referred to uh, a recent point with these particular popular people who have done just that, and they're asking good questions. But are they asking all the right questions? Uh, let's take a look, just a bit from the article. It says, many couples trying to conceive a child have at least some inkling of whether they want a girl or a boy. These preferences have made some resort to less than surefire methods, from taking vitamins to timing when they have sex in order to influence gender. But with the growing popularity of in vitro fertilization, what we used to call test tube babies, more and more parents-to-be are gaining the ability to determine with almost 100% certainty the gender of their baby. This week, model Chrissy Teigen and her husband, singer John Legend, announced that they not only wanted a girl, but chose the gender of their baby, a daughter, do this spring. Now, we don't normally do celebrity news here on the uh, Tomorrow's World webcast. It's, uh, it's nice to be able to play that role every once in a while. There's a comment here in the article from Dr. Mark Sauer. He's the chief of the Division of Reproductive Endocrinology uh, and Infertility at Columbia University Medical Center. And he says this, from my own personal perspective, I don't think there's anything unethical about it. However, it's ethically controversial. So he recognizes it's ethically controversial, but he doesn't see any problem with it. Now, let me argue that we don't have any basis in this society for saying there's a problem with it. I'm intrigued that we're asking the question, but if you look at our current arguments concerning abortion, for instance, the arguments are generally rooted purely and only in a woman's supposed right to choose. And they've said nothing can interfere with a woman's right to choose. Well, wouldn't that include choosing the gender as well? Uh, I don't understand. We know what is the basis for even answering this ethical question? They try to ask some good questions. Uh, one of the concerns they express that some have said about this procedure is it's not safe for the embryo. That is, what you have to do to determine the gender and choose the gender uh, may not be safe for the embryo. Let me highlight in vitro fertilization in general is not safe for embryos. More embryos are destroyed or die by any in vitro fertilization process that I know of, uh, let alone this. Uh, so being pro-life and being pro-in vitro fertilization, uh, they're not reconcilable positions. Uh, second concern that some people bring up, it could lead to gender bias. Uh, and they point out, they highlight that in some societies, boys are valued more than girls. And actually, we did a webcast on that. I wrote the date down, April 1st, 2015, talking about China and how there's a huge imbalance in China. It's a tragedy unfolding as girls have been neglected and aborted out of preference for boys. And that is a fact in the world. In fact, they say here that some of those things just could be cultural stereotypes. No, they're statistical facts. They're population facts. Later on, because they point out that some countries have banned the procedure, uh, the, the, uh, the option of choosing a gender uh, and only choosing one gender over the other, 
They point out that ethicists have challenged these types of bans, arguing that sex selection will not lead to gender imbalance in the population. Okay, you mean other than all the imbalances that currently exist in the world? So you mean in your fantasy land? Is that what you mean? Um, at least, you know, again, they're asking the questions. Finally, they ask, oh, they, they, the concern is that such gender selection could divert resources away from medically necessary in vitro fertilization. Which caused me to ask, when has there been a medically necessary in vitro fertilization? When is it really medically necessary to intervene? I do know childless couples who wish they had had children, but does that mean it's medically necessary for them to have children? That doesn't make any sense at all. And sadly, that's the end of their questions. What is really missing in all of this? What's missing, not present at all in the way that I can find it, is any question about what God thinks about the practice. And that shouldn't surprise us. In an ethical void like we've created, where we've expelled God from consideration, there truly are no answers. There's only this kind of confusion. You get conclusions like Dr. Sowers. Where do we draw the line? More importantly, how do we draw the line? Articles like this tell me we don't know. And we don't know because we've banished the source of the line and His wisdom. Versus the Bible, which says in Proverbs 16, verses 2 and 3, All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Bring God into the consideration, and you'll find a foundation for your conclusions. But without Him, no conclusion can substitute. This is just going to get worse. Thank you for watching. And I do hope you'll check out all of our resources at tomorrowsworld.org.